She's finished? I smiled broadly at Pete as I cut the engine and got out of my newly restored 68 Mustang GT. What do you think? He whistled and walked around the car. She's beautiful, but I thought you were going to paint her red. I changed my mind. I ran my hand along the Acapulco blue paint job. Every Mustang in town is red. I wanted mine to stand out. I'd bought the car from Del Madden's uncle back in January for $1,500. He'd kept her in a shed all these years. What a crime. I'd spent the last six months working on her in my cousin Paul's garage in my spare time. The car had needed a ton of work, and I'd used up my share of the money Sarah had given me in California. But man, this car was worth it. Pete nodded appreciatively. Well, I don't think you'll have to worry about blending in. I take you you're driving us to Justin's? Yeah, unless you want to take your car. My car? His eyes widened when I pulled a set of keys from my pocket and tossed them to him. The escort is all yours, as promised. I even gave her a tune-up for you. Technically, the car Jordan had given me before we left California in January had belonged to both of us, but Pete had agreed to let me keep it until the Mustang was ready. It wasn't like we'd had a lot of places to go since we got home anyway. Between school, training, patrols, and working at the lumber yard, there hadn't been a lot of time for anything else. Sweet, he grinned and twirled the keys. But I'd rather take your car this time. I laughed. I thought you'd say that. Nice ride, man, called a new voice. I turned to see Kyle and Sean Walsh walking up the driveway toward us. The two men were cousins, but they looked enough alike to be brothers. Both of them had straight black hair and matching smiles. Or scowls, depending on their moods. Dude, who'd you steal this baby from? Sean joked as he checked out my ride. Hey, is that the original interior? Looks good, huh? Kyle patted the hood. What do you have under here? The front door to the house opened and my cousin Francis stuck his head out to scowl at us. You guys going to play with Roland's new toy or join us for the meeting? Pete and I exchanged a look and followed Kyle and Sean into the house. It wasn't Francis's sour mood that got us all moving. It was the knowledge that Maxwell was waiting for us inside. Our alpha didn't like to be kept waiting, and the last thing I wanted was to piss him off today. I'd been on the receiving end of his temper enough this year to last me a lifetime. Maxwell, Uncle Max, was sitting in his usual chair by the fireplace when we filed into the large living room. Uncle Brendan, his beta, sat on the other side of the fireplace next to Pete's mother, the alpha female. Every other seat in the room was occupied, and so were most of the places to stand. Pete and I leaned against the archway where we could still see and hear everything. Now that everyone is finally here, let's get started, Maxwell said in his deep, rumbling voice. He stood and pinned me with a hard stare before his gaze swept across the room. Tall and broad and built like a grizzly with reddish-brown hair to match, he was the toughest and most intimidating man I'd ever met. But then it took a strong man to be the alpha of a werewolf pack, especially a pack as big as ours. I didn't envy him that job one bit. First order of business is the pack gathering. We're going to have more wolves than usual visiting this year, and we need to make sure there is room for everyone. Anne? Aunt Anne stood. She was short next to Maxwell, but she could be as fierce as her mate when she wanted to be. The guest houses have been cleaned and aired out, and we have enough beds in them for 40 people with air mattresses for the children. Plus, we have a dozen RVs they can use, and some people are bringing their own. It'll be a tight fit, but we should be able to accommodate everyone who shows up. I tried to ignore the pit that opened in my gut every time someone brought up the annual gathering. 
Pack members from all over Maine came for the month-long gathering to discuss pack business and socialize. That wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that every unmated female in the state would be here, hoping to find a mate. The last few years, I'd hidden out at Sarah's place during the gatherings, but that was out of the question this year. Pack meetings were mandatory for all wolves 18 and older. Not to mention the knolls would be very crowded for the next few weeks, making it impossible to avoid every female. All it took was for one of them to get my wolf's attention, and it was game over. Maybe I should ask Sarah if I could rent her place for the summer. I needed my own space, and I could afford it with my job at the yard. The pack provided homes for its members, and we had half a dozen new houses under construction now. I could ask for one of those since I was an adult now, but that wouldn't help me with my current dilemma. Living at Sarah's place couldn't get me out of every pack activity, but at least I'd be able to escape from the knolls when I wasn't required to be here.